0: Welcome to the Power of Your Mind podcast. I'm Victoria Gallagher, your host. Have you been attempting to use law of attraction or hypnosis to attract financial abundance, a soulmate, or career success? Would you like to be happy, motivated, and successful? Have better health, enjoy more fulfilling relationships? overcome struggle, and gain mastery over your life, then join me on this amazing self-help podcast where you'll unleash the power of your mind. I'll be sharing 20 years of wisdom and techniques of hypnotherapy, law of attraction, visualization, meditation, personal growth, positive affirmations, and other effective methods to help you tap into the great power which resides in your mind and become the best version of yourself. Well, hello and welcome to today's episode of the Power of Your Mind podcast. You're listening to episode number 95. I'm Victoria Gallagher, Law of Attraction coach and number one bestselling author of Practical Law of Attraction, Align Yourself with the Manifesting Conditions and Successfully Attract Your Desires. I'm also a clinical hypnotherapist, founder of hiptalk.com and HypnoCloud apps. So be sure to stop by hiptalk.com, sign up for your free self-hypnosis video training course. And for our listeners who found us through Power of Your Mind podcast, you can get 35% off your first order of hypnosis downloads when you apply the code podcast to your shopping cart. And finally, be sure to download our latest HypnoCloud app from the iTunes and Google Play stores. Today, I have a very special guest with me, Eliyahu Jan, and he is an author, a life and spiritual coach, motivational speaker, advisor to people of all ages and backgrounds, Eliyahu empowers people to be the best version of themselves, create stronger relationships, achieve career success, and create healthier lifestyles by developing a spiritual connection. He's shared his vision and guidance with some of the most famous and influential people in the world. And most recently, for everyone in his book, The Laughing Billionaire, How to Become Rich and Happy. Through his studies and work, Eliyahu discovered that cultivating true inner happiness enables one's success to increase, and that money doesn't mean happiness. Known for his keen sense of humor, contagious smile, and natural ability to simplify complicated knowledge, Eliyahu uses a multitude of spiritual tools to teach. His primary teachings are based in Kabbalah. His lectures On one on one coaching sessions, seminars, and soul readings have taken him around the world. Eliyahu's uniqueness is found in his talent to translate profound spiritual wisdom into practical advice that empowers people to live their happiest and most fulfilled existence. Growing up in Israel, Eliyahu lived in a traditional Jewish home and began seeking spirituality at about the age of 16. Eliyahu has spent recent decades studying with the world's leading motivational and spiritual teachers, allowing him to connect with thousands of people around the world looking to improve their lives and the lives of others. Eliyahu's passion for spirituality, happiness, and success continues today. As a co-founder of Vital Transformation Eliyahu touches the lives of thousands of people daily with free online classes, devoting to helping people find their true purpose in life and be their best. Today, I'm going to share some of his insights on the billionaire lifestyle and his book, The Laughing Billionaire, How to Become Rich and Happy. So welcome to the show, Eliyahu.
1: Thank you. Thank you for welcoming me. I feel home. I yes. feel welcome and I feel safe in your hands.
0: Yes, definitely. And we all are practicing being safe in our homes right now as it's uh, right now, just to time this event, uh, we're recording this on April 3rd, 2020, and the whole world's on lockdown right now, pretty much. <laughs> it's crazy. And so I think more more important than ever... your message needs to come through about how we can use this time uh, to make ourselves happy and make ourselves rich and wealthy on the inside and spiritually speaking. So thank you so much for, for being here and and sharing your, your wisdom with us.
1: Thank you for letting me be with you here. That's wonderful. That's sweet. That's bringing happiness and your energy is awesome.
0: Oh, thank you. And so is yours. You know, I just want to say here, for those of you who are listening to the podcast, you cannot see Eliade's smile, but it was absolutely true what I said. He does have a very contagious smile. I mean, so you ever seen the Buddha, you know, and how the Buddha <laughs> just has that laughing, you know, he's got that same kind of grin on on his face. So, you know, there's he's he must have some Reason for smiling so so much or maybe not, you know, maybe the smile brings the reason (laughs) Uh, So in your in the title of your book the laughing billionaire how to become rich and happy um, Why did you write that book? Like what what how did you you know, how did you gain this wisdom? Who is this book for and why did you write this book?
1: It's very good. Very good uh, question. I mean, first, I mean, if you think about billionaire, usually we think about people rich, but not necessarily smile. And when you think about people who smile, they're not necessarily rich. So we have to somehow create a combination between those two formula. You know, the the people who don't have money say, one day I will be happy when I have money. The one who have money say, one day I will be happy even when I'm rich. But when you have already the money, you are, let's say, 70 years old, you're a billionaire, most billionaires. If you look at the at Forbes, you're going to see that most billionaires are making their money when they're older, when they're 70, 65 and above. And that's mean then they realize that the money cannot buy them happiness. It can be too late. So I wrote the book to open two channels because I believe there is two frequencies to ourselves. One frequency is the body, one frequency is the soul. And the body frequency, those of you who believe in that, is more of a selfish frequency, more the ego uh, frequency, which is needed for survival because we have to stay alive, stay healthy, take care of the body. So the, it it brings to expression the soul. The soul is basically something that you can't see with the physical eyes. It doesn't have room, doesn't have space. It's not located anywhere. It's awareness. So you combine the soul, which is all happiness and love, with the body, which is all me, 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 and myself. And laughing, billionaire, meaning the combination of both. To be able to have both frequency. So I wrote this book based on knowledge from 4,000 years ago. But I couldn't share it in a deep way. So, because when I teach spirituality in different levels, there is a level of spirituality which is very deep to understand, very difficult to understand for most people. So what I did, I took something very deep. I put it in a simple term so people can use something which is 4,000 years old into the days today's life. And if they're going to use it, you know, I believe I teach in New York for many years, so I believe the proof is in the pudding, which means if it's working for you, that means it's, it's good. If it's not working, you cannot you cannot give me a pudding and say it's good. I will taste it and then I will tell you if it's good. Because there is a difference between the truth and a fact. The fact is not good or it is good. That's a fact. Truth is of your observation. Whatever it's more relative to where you are. Fact is a fact. So basically, I'm offering people information that based on fact, not on truth, not on opinion, and it's working. But you gotta do the work that come with it. It's not kind of a magic that you just read the book and tomorrow morning you're going to wake up uh, Superman.
0: No. That's you're so gonna, true. If, you have to do the work. You have to do the
1: work. And, and it's not a lot, really. It's a commitment on your mind, on your lips, and on your action. Three levels. What you're thinking, what you're talking about, and what you're doing. If you just, just remember those three things, you're good. That's it. That's really. And if you think it's too complicated to make your life better, you're on the wrong highway. Because (laughs) to change your life is the easiest thing to do. Everything is easy. If you think it's not easy, you're already driving on the wrong direction. Mm -hmm. Everything in spirituality is easy. Sometimes being presented by the wrong people, they make it look like, ooh, it's very difficult, very hard. Nothing is a big deal. When you make a decision, it's no longer a big deal.
0: Right. And so it starts with that, making that decision.
1: <clears throat> of course, of course. Yeah, That's, yeah.
0: So, what are the uh, you know? So, so what exactly is the work here? So, you know, you, you say um, you know that you have to uh, be thinking about it. You have to be uh, taking at ac- You know, you have to be yeah. physically experiencing it, and yeah. you need to be. Um, what was the? What was the third?
1: It's basically mind. Speech and action. Mind, okay. speech, and action. Those are the three levels of, of the existence of humanity. So what is the
0: mind? So where do, and and does it start with the mind or, or are they all basically uh, at the same place?
1: Excellent question. Excellent question. Yeah. The the lowest the lowest level is the action, of course. Okay. It's now the action can be belong to creativity or to reflex. Depends on the individual. If it's a reflex, that means it belongs to the animal kingdom. Some human beings are still in the animal kingdom frequency, meaning they just have reflex. They don't have choices. So that's, we want to climb in the action level from reflex to creativity, or if you want in more psychological language, from reactive to creative. You have to change yourself from reactive to creative. And mm-hmm. come the speech, you know, what are you talking about? Why you say what you say? What was your purpose here at all? I mean, what was the whole conversation about? Do you tell a joke to look like a clown and, and people will love you because you needed some approval, or you tell a joke to tell to make people happy? What's your what What are you doing it? You're doing it for sharing or receiving when you talk. Mm-hmm. Then mm-hmm. the mind. The mind is the a most... lot
0: of people talk just because they're getting. <laughs> <laughs> <And> <laughs> they just, you know they, they want to hear themselves talk.
1: Exactly, and, and that's called a lack of approval. Mm-hmm. Meaning your parents was not approve of you. I don't know your wife, your husband, your your, your children, your dog, your trees. People don't like you, so what do you do? You try to get audio. What do you become? Comedian. Comedian is a way to become a clown and by becoming, I'm not against comedian, I love to tell jokes, but telling jokes can be both. Either you want to get attention from people or either you give happiness to people. Mm. the mind. The mind is the most complicated thing. Because the mind, we believe that when I say we, it's based on Kabbalah knowledge from 4,000 years ago. The mind has a thought or, or an idea that passing by, almost like a river passing by your head, try to imagine that your head is like a straw or like a dish, and it captures whatever it is out there. So if there is a positive thought passing by, what do you do about it? Are you going to act on it or just let it pass? If there is a negative thought, what do you do about that? Are you let it sit in your mind for too long and bring all kind of self-doubts, or you will work on yourself to overcome it? So the mind is more for advance, more for people who want to practice the advance of spirituality, which is very difficult. Uh, I would say it is difficult. When it's come to the action, it's easier. When it's come to the speech, a little bit more difficult. When it's come to the mind, that's that's for the master. Because the mind is what you want to do to you. you. Pray, meditation, you sit with yourself, you deal with you, you deal with the you. You know, there's nothing there. You can't change the universe as it is. But you can change you. Your vision can change, you know, because the truth for each person is different. But the fact is the same always the same. You can change the fact. You can change the truth for you, the, the POV, the the point of view.
0: Mm -hmm. I love it. I love it. Yeah, this is really good stuff. This is really good stuff. So how long have you been uh, practicing this? And, you know, started started, give us a little bit of an understanding uh, for those of, uh, you know, those of our audience who are not familiar with, uh, you know, this Kabbalah. Like, um, how did you get, how did you get turned on to that? Is that, or, and, and, uh, I mean, is that just something that's always been in your in your life, or was there something that that turned on one day? And and um... I, went,
1: I went to an ultra-orthodox Jewish school, which okay. turned me off about religion and God and spirituality, which made me a little bit upset. But why would my mom send me there? My father grew up as an orphan in Sicily during the war, during the Second World War. And my mother grew up born in Libya and they met in Israel. So, I grew up with a father who was not a believer and a mother who was too much of a believer without any spirituality, just religious. And so, I grew up in a household that they both one is more on the religious side, one is more on the absolutely don't believe in anything. So, which was very healthy for me because then it's good. For me, it was healthy. Maybe father will be confused. Then I was seeking for something more with an answer. So, I, I study everything that it's there from a, a very young age, um, whatever it is, astrology or how or, or to read uh, uh, Palm or, or, or different things, Kabbalah, I, I found many teachers in many places, they teach Kabbalah, I went there and I study courses and courses, but a lot of time, you know, when you meet uh, uh, people who become guide of spirituality or guide of uh, guru, stuff like that. There is ego involved, of course. There is ego because you are you are the master, you are this. And I didn't like it. So what I did, I took a lot of this information and I said, I think it's time to share it with humanity that everybody will be a leader. Everybody will be a guru. Everybody will be a teacher. That's my mission, to teach people to open their own place. And I help many spiritual leaders uh, in their own path. When they come to see me, how to upgrade their place to become more successful in all mean and it's beautiful. So that's how I become it. I mean, it could be influence of my mom, my grandfather, who was dealing with mystical power. Uh So I believe that you have to be chosen from above, but you also have to be choose something. You need both. So I happened to be in a, was in a great neighborhood where I grew up. It was actually a terrible neighborhood, but that was holding me at home to study. You know, so whatever happened in our life. The wrong people I met actually shaped me well. You know, yeah. the people who fool me or the people who mislead me were absolutely the most important people. You know, I have a lot of great things happen to me, but also not so great things that happen to me. People who take advantage of me in a very bad way. I needed them because they teach me what not to do, which is also yeah. an important lesson, you know? Yes.
0: Yeah, we learn from both positive and negative influences that we have. You know, I, I learned a lot from the negative influences that I had in my life, and so I can I can definitely definitely You know, you learn kind of what you want to get away from, <laughs> what you want to not do, and um, but then you know you also do kind of you know you also need the the positive influences to that show you what to to do um, my, my biggest
1: my biggest lesson with negative people was to realize that I'm a, I'm a human pleaser I like to please everybody mm-hmm. and that was uh, something like an addiction that I have to overcome to mm-hmm. stop saying yes you know the yeah. day that the first day I say no was very difficult for me it was a very emotional day or to be able to say no to somebody was the most painful thing ever did. but after I say no it's almost like I broke out of addiction like I was free. I was actually saying no to a person who keep abusing me, and keep telling me that's the way you have to do it. And I said, I'm not doing it anymore. And I was mm-hmm. scared, but then I was free. I don't know. I don't know if you understand that feeling. It's like very I difficult.
0: think that most people. Wouldn't you say most people have that innate need? I don't. And maybe I'm not calling it right by saying it innate, but I think most people have. That need to uh, please other people and yeah. not say no. I think saying no, not knowing how to say no, gets people in more problems than <laughs> than almost anything else. If you really think yes. about it, right?
1: Yes. yes, yes, yes. And and I always tell people, you know, when I meet people now as a coach, as a life coach for them, so they come to see me. I, I it's one of my first question. Did you ever say no to somebody? that you're afraid to say no to and all of them say no i can't do it and it's <laughs> and well, yeah. to practice that and don't look for validation and you will see a different image of yourself you yeah. know
0: it's and it's it's interesting because my my husband and I just uh went went through this exercise a couple few months ago where you know i I'm, I'm good at saying no but I always I always have to back it up with a reason. And what I what I learned during this whole experience that, that we had a couple of months ago, because I, I told him no, but then I'm like, because blah 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 blah. And um that invited him to challenge my re my rationale, right? And so we get into a pretty you know pretty nasty argument about it and then you know later just after doing some soul searching and and really understanding the you know the crux of the problem here it was that i um felt like i needed to give him an explanation and the explanation invited that explanation to be challenged and so i said you know what from now on here's the boundary the boundary is no means no and that's I it. and I don't have to have a reason and that's it. you know if 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 you're not okay with that then say are you open to are you open yeah. to uh, yeah. discussing that and if I say no again then no I it's just no yeah. that's and, being and I think pe- yeah. yeah and people just need to be okay with 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 themselves being able to say no yeah. without and i don't know if you know we maybe have gone off on a little tangent here, but we'll we'll get back <laughs> around to it but i I think that that is a big key to to people being happy. <laughs> If you find value in this personal growth related material, I strongly recommend that you sign up for your $1 trial to my personal growth club. Just head on over to personalgrowthclub.com and get a whole month of premium personal growth club video training materials, meditations. You also get six free hypnosis sessions that are valued at over $174, all for this trial of just $1. Even if you cancel, you can keep the six hypnosis sessions. That's my gift to you. And that's how confident I am that you are going to love Personal Growth Club. Go to personalgrowthclub.com and start your $1 one month trial today.
1: Big one of being happy. I tell you, you know, I build many organization. I was working for many organizations without mentioning their name. And I'm a writer. So I write uh, curriculum for them and courses and different things. And I travel all over the world to build things for them, bring celebrity, bring money, bring all all those things. And I remember one of the things, you know, I'm going I build the one in New York, the one in Florida, the one in LA, the one in Chicago. So one of the tasks that they asked me to do, I said, can you do for us the one in Berlin? We have to build the one in Germany. And I was just moving to LA. I started enjoying the sunshine. And I say, I look at the person. The first time I look at their eyes, I say, no. They look at me and say, you say no? I mean, you, you, you're you, doing it for 27 years. You build spiritual curriculum and everything. And you're going all over the world. And we do. I said, I'm going to say no, guys. I'm going to say no. Man. I'm sorry if, you, if you're going to, that's mean no money or no nothing. I'm going to take a leap of faith here and I'm going to say no. And if that means that I have to do something on my own, I'll do it. And that will make a turning point. I start laughing actually to myself. And then I call one of the people that I helped him uh, build his company with a uh, different celebrity who opened the business with, uh, with the rich people. It was a cloning line. And I called them and they sold it the public. And I said, My man, he said to I me, mean, what's going on? I said, Listen, I just say my first no and he starts laughing. <laughs> he found that funny, he say you? I said, yes, yes. I know I looked up, but I actually had a hard time with saying no. And I did it. So he congratulated me and we went out and we ate we had a good dinner. And, and he's very successful, he's very famous. And he, he told me that that's the first step of getting to the next level. It doesn't have to be anything just next level because now you trust yourself that you can make it so the laughing billionaire is about if you want to laugh you have to find your freedom if you want to know what is your freedom is the ability to do things that you didn't do yesterday that's freedom
0: yeah yes yeah um i love how um Oh, darn it. Uh, Joe Dispenza, you, you just reminded me, you know, talks about breaking the habit of being yourself, meaning like, because I mean, pretty much from the moment we wake up in the morning, we are, we're doing the exact same thing on auto autopilot that we did the day before. And in, in, you know, in order to, you know, have something else, we have to be something else. But in order to, you know, be, be something else, we have to have, you know, d- different thoughts going through through our minds. So so talk talk about that. I want to, um, so how did you come up with this title of a laughing billionaire? Like, w- explain that to us. What's that all about?
1: I mean, the, the laughing billionaire is out to become rich and happy. Mm-hmm. So it was a gentleman that uh, drove his fancy car. It's super successful from New York. His office was in the lower west side, I think, not east the west Westside, and we're driving together with his fancy car. He stopped on the highways. I teach him to share, and he gets some donation and food and this and that. But then I see him crying on the way home. He lives in our inside New York. I said, why are you crying? He said, well, I give money to people. I give food, and I look at their face. They're very happy. I cannot be as happy as they are. What is missing? What is not working in my life? He divorced uh, two times at that point. I tried to get married for the third or fourth time. And nothing is working. Just nothing is working. So what I believe that we can develop different muscles. Like you go into the gym, you can develop different muscles. The same thing, the skills and muscles that we develop to make money or to be happy or to be spiritual, it's a muscle. depends what you're focusing on. If you focus on making money, you're definitely going to make money. Being rich, it's a skill. You know, you can born with it, you can bring it from another lifetime if you believe in reincarnation, and you can bring it from childhood or something that you understand how to make money. You know, you sell something that worth two for ten, you have eight dollar in your pocket, nice. Then you sell a lot of them, you rich, wonderful. <laughs> I,
0: love I love how you take now, things and make it so simple. <laughs> it's,
1: it's really It's, is. So, simple. it's yeah. so simple when you focus only on that. But then. You lose the concept of romantic love. You lose the concept of what is that mean? Intimacy. You lose that concept of being, having a hobby. You know, when I, when, I, when I go with people like super rich or Forbes or something like that, and I go on the private jet, and they tell me, yeah, so what are we doing? What are we, what are we coaching you? Mean? So I cannot coach you on money. I can only coach you on life. So sometimes I'm taking them to shop in a supermarket. Not now, but the old days. So we're traveling to Vail. Colorado, we led the, the the private jet and we get to the car and I'm teaching this gentleman who has enough money how to deal with the cashier, how to deal with people, how to deal with the cleaning person in the supermarket. Simple stuff that this person never had a chance to develop. He developed money, but he never developed interaction with human beings, never developed fun, never developed anything. So the right. poor guy is miserable. He is at all, but he is empty. So yeah. That's the concept of the book is to teach you how to have both. Don't just grow rich and forget to develop the rest of the because then it's dangerous. It's the same with beauty. It's the same with wisdom. It's every gift that you have in your life. If you develop only that gift and you didn't learn how to develop it for the sake of others, it will go against you. For that reason, if I was teaching in a model agency in New York, you know, beautiful women, unbelievable, the whole Amazing. But they're depressed. How come? I, I never understood. Why would they, they be depressed? And when I talk to them and they talk to me, say, we worry because we just gained two pounds. Say, two pounds? I get like 20 pounds. You get two pounds and you're depressed. What is with you? Say, I can't eat, I can't do this. I don't know. Elr. And the idea is, the beauty is something that the universe gave you. Money, also. Skills, also. Wisdom, also. What do you use it for? Are you use it to manipulate, or I use it to give? If you use it to manipulate, you're not going to end up happy with that gift. If you use it to share and help, you're going to end up happy. That's the right. word it's, of of everything.
0: Yeah, it makes so much sense. I mean, that's exactly you know we're we're here to we're already abundant beings. We just haven't yeah. tapped into you know. Or if you are feeling like you're not rich, you know, it's because you haven't you know you haven't tapped in into that and we all have our right to ultimately you know have everything but like you're saying we you know we have to um we ha- we have to work on our own happiness and and our own skill set and our own uh, you know our own being our own being
1: yeah, yeah. but in the same token if the person doesn't have a desire to be famous or to be rich, I look at it also as a problem. And usually people come to talk to me and say to me, I don't want to make too much money this year. My answer <laughs> to them will be, why are you so selfish? And they shocked. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I, I
0: love, love, it. I love it. I, I got to hear
1: this. Only selfish people think that's more. Mm-hmm. Because if you're not selfish, you would say, I need about $5 billion to achieve all my goals to make a difference in the world. But people are just thinking about making the $100,000 a year just to make themselves safe. Who are you thinking about besides yourself? Just yourself. That's what you think so small. So that's when I, in my lectures, when my talk, I always say, you know, if you're thinking too small, you are the most selfish person i ever met. And people um. usually who come with a Catholic or Jewish background get shocked. Because, you know, in Catholic, there is the gluttony, you know, the concept of not being greedy. And in Judaism, you have the Jewish guilt. You're not supposed to be rich. You're not allowed to be rich. The Bible not allowed. It. But then I prove it to them. I go to the Bible and I go person by person by person to see how much money they have. All of those famous people in the Bible were rich. Who came up with the idea that the spiritual person has to be with a tear in their pants and poor people? Who came up with that idea? Who came up with that? Religious leaders. Because they want to tell us that the people who follow spirituality have to be poor. All the money has to go to the religion. Not true. A spiritual person is supposed to be rich as well. And if you don't have enough money, you got to check what is wrong with you. Money is abundance that comes from above. It's a language. It's it's a frequency that comes. It's like if your tree. I work as a farmer for five years. If the trees don't bring you apples or oranges, you gotta look inside. What am I not doing correctly? Is it is it is it the land? Is it water? Is it sunshine? Is it something is missing here? My life's supposed to be abundance of money, of happiness, of fun, of everything. And if I don't have it, I'm gonna look inside. What is wrong? If I put my glasses on, right? If I put my glasses on, things look better. But it doesn't mean that. Things around me are not better. It's my eyes not working. And for that reason, I got to fix something. Then it looks perfect. So there is something internally. That's spirituality. Religion will tell you, fix it out. Spirituality say, fix it in. And then everything will change.
0: Oh, I love! I just really, really aligned with everything that that is coming through right now. This is really, really—I'm just eating it up. I can't wait to read your book, and I can't wait for my listeners to get your book because this is uh, this is good stuff. And I'm, watching, this is, and I'm watching
1: your two book in the back. It's beautiful. <laughs> beautiful. You know, oh, weight loss, power, and the law of attraction. I love both of them. Unbelievable concept, and to be with you, I feel so comfortable. You bring love. You bring sweetness of energy out there. It's beautiful.
0: Thank you. Thank you. I yeah, it's a good. It's a good blend here. This is a really, really good thing. Nice conversation. And so, thank you. Thank you so much. So, I want to ask you. Um, so, in uh, in your decades of experience as a life coach and spiritual advisor, um, what are the keys to happiness?
1: Nah, what's the key to address? Well, it's so simple. I mean, the first aspect is to earn it. Whatever you have needs to be earned. If you stole it or you cheat the system or whatever you do, uh, you're not going to enjoy the product. The product that we enjoy the most is not getting the product, it's earning the product. Earning your wisdom, earning your beauty, earning your money, earning. Earning is not necessarily by hard work. Earning is by understanding that I need to earn it. It's not mine. The second aspect of happiness is sharing. You have to find way to share. You share your time, you share money, you share your love. Three levels of sharing. Every person has to share money. Money doesn't have to be just money. It can be food, it can be clothing, shoes, whatever it is. You know, you got to share. Then, time, which is volunteering. Then love. Love can be as a compliment, but mean it. Don't, don't try to take advantage of somebody. When you give a compliment, really, you have to feel like energy is leaving your heart and is going to them. And nothing is coming back to you. So that's sharing. And the third thing, which is whenever you're facing a certain bumps in the road of not being happy, look inside for who in your life you couldn't forgive. You got to find out maybe there is people in your life that you can't forgive yet. Because forgiving is something that people don't do often because they believe that you shouldn't forgive for somebody who hurts you. But the truth of the matter is, be if you can forgive somebody who hurt you, they're still in your life. They still conquered your brain, and then you stuck. So people who hurt me, and I have a list of a lot of people who hurt my soul, my body, everything. They were wonderful for me to achieve independence. I need them. It's almost like a butterfly stuck in a cocoon, and the butterfly struggle. If I'm gonna take a scissor and cut the butterfly out. The butterfly would not be able to fly basically because it couldn't develop the wings. We need those people who who, who cause us some struggle so we can fly better as a butterfly. We need those people. Those people are needed.
0: Well, yeah we need those experiences to grow as 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 a person as a as a spiritual being we you know i i mean i i believe i don't know if you believe you know that i mean we we came here to you know to grow and to learn and to experience and really to how how can we experience all only good things if we don't have the bad things as as a measure some kind of gauge to you know, to 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 measure that against.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I look I look at the negative thing as positive, and the positive as positive. Mm-hmm. They just wrap differently. Meaning, where are people are really changing, you know, there is a question: Are people changing because you inspire them, or because they are uh, I don't know
0: desperate, maybe
1: like desperate or something like that? If people go into desperation, if you will, if you wish. They change it actually. When people go to inspiration, they're falling asleep. It's very difficult to inspire a crowd for too long. They, they eventually run out of ability to, to follow you. But when there is desperation, everybody's alert. Oh, alert, what am I gonna do? And they get it and they change. It's a wrong change because it's come from fear, but it's a beginning. But inspiration usually Put people to sleep. It's very, you know, it's almost (laughs) like
0: right now, even, you know, while we're in these, these times, there's a lot of people having to figure out how to be creative and, and tap into resources because, you know, they can't work outside of their house. They have to figure out, you know, different ways. And so I think it's really causing people to, um, to grow. I mean, how, how could this not cause people to grow? I mean, we're having to learn how to be patient, how to, uh, mm-hmm. you know, be more careful, how to be innovative, how to tap, tap into resources, how to mm-hmm. quiet our, our minds from all the outside, you know, uh, just so much growth is is happening yeah. during this time.
1: Totally. totally with you on that.
0: Yeah. Um, so, all right. So, so the three ways are, um, that you talk about are, um, earning, uh, sharing and then sharing of our, our time, money and love and, uh, and looking inside for who you know, who, who we might still have some resentments around and forgiving. Exactly. forgiving. Include yourself,
1: which is very difficult to forgive ourselves if we did something wrong. You know, if a person did already something wrong and they know it and nobody else knows it, you got to you gotta forgive yourself in one condition that you're not going to do it again. You can forgive yourself if you plan to do it again. Because that's, that's not, not
0: forgiveness. Yeah. Uh, that's that's not true of, forgiveness, right. It's just yeah. like letting yourself off the hook.
1: Exactly. exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Wow, these are some some really great nuggets here. So, all right, so let's um let's go it a little deeper. So, is there one more important than the other, happiness or wealth? If you had to p- prioritize, make one more important than the other, it's I mean, which
1: it's very difficult um to be rich and happy. Meaning, people who have money of fame uh, get confused with happiness. Why? Because what happened, the people that start to surrounding you start to become fake. Because people are there for your fame or for your money. They're not there for you. So it's very difficult. So when I was teaching as a celebrity or famous people in money, the people that surrounding them were not real. In, In a way, when I was way younger than now, many years ago, you know, a lot of celebrities use me as a almost MRI machine. That's what they used to call me. And <laughs> just walking, walking into the room and read people's energy.
0: right and, into them, right?
1: <laughs> then tell them if this is going to work and where is it going to go. And sometimes they disagree with me. Then I get the phone call three years later and they say, oh yeah, you were right, what I'm going to do now. I was angry with you when you told me don't marry this guy. And now it's a disaster. And then I go back into the life and I start helping them step by step what to do about it. And uh, some of them change, some of them don't, because it's very difficult. It's very addictive when you have people who love you for your money or for your look or for your fame. It's very difficult to let go, because then what are you what are you made from? From you, you have nothing else to offer. It's like those people who are traveling, you know, very wealthy and everything's perfect in their life. And that, I, mean, I don't know why. My kids and my wife only want my money. So I, I look at them and people don't know how honest I am. I don't mind to lose a client just to be honest. It's very important for me, honesty. And I said to them, do you have anything else to offer besides money? And they get shocked. Out. I said, do you have anything else to offer besides money? And they look, no. I said, okay, so they want your money. When you have something else to offer? Maybe they're going to want that. You know, the same with beauty, the same with wisdom, the same with everything. It's for all of us. If I only can offer wisdom, then people come to see me just for my wisdom. They don't want to come to see me for me. You know, it's a normal thing. But for a person to be happy, is to understand you're born with some gift and you're born with some ability to achieve other gift. Be happy about it. Celebrate. You are now home. You know, people are staying at home. They Invent your business. You're gonna come up with new idea. You cannot sit and say I'm gonna wait for this thing to be over. And then I'm going to come strong with some new bagel.
0: No! You can't no! do it now. You've got to plant the seeds now.
1: <laughs> yes, it's going to be new you, not new bagel. How is the new you going to look like in June 1st? You know, June 1st, when all this will go away, then you wake up and you say, okay, who am I? Same person? Then don't expect great results. Because from astrological point of view, we go into a lot of change now. And this universe will not be the same in July. Not going to be the same. Mm-hmm. So people didn't change. It would be very difficult for them to cope. And it's not just money, not just happiness, it's everything. A relationship, unfortunately, uh, I can tell you the future will fall apart. A lot of things will fall apart because whatever is fake, it starts to go into the garbage. Whatever is real, come to the surface. And when I say real, I'm saying things that you're supposed to connect with. So if we are with the wrong people, wrong marriage, wrong business partner, wrong thing, we don't have the guts to leave. We don't have the guts to make a change. It's the hardest thing to do. But I always tell people, don't worry. Don't be afraid of the change. Be afraid of not changing. That's what you should be afraid of. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to change. you got to change because the universe is not staying the same. So right now, the whole frequency is changing. And a full moon is coming next Wednesday. You know, this Wednesday, full moon. It's very intense full moon for people who believe in it. The energy will be so powerful. So I always tell people, this Wednesday is once in a lifetime it will happen. Whatever happened this Wednesday night. Sit at home. Don't get out of the house. The energy, the vibration is so strong. Sit, meditate. What does it take? Just sit between 8 p.m. till midnight. If you can sit with no TV between 8 p.m. till midnight and meditate, you come after that to me and tell me if you didn't see a change right away in the next three days because there is energy available for us that's coming down. Take advantage of it. Why not? Take advantage. It's available. So I
0: love it. I love it. I'm going to take advantage of it for sure. Please. please. For sure. Yes.
1: Please, Victoria, take advantage of it. Hello,
0: this is Victoria Gallagher. I hope you're enjoying listening to the Power of Your Mind podcast. As a way of thanking you for listening, I'd like to offer you a one-time discount of 35% off your first order at hiptalk.com. Just go to hiptalk.com and enter the code podcast in the discount code area in your cart and you'll receive 35% off your first order. Thank you so much for listening to the Power of Your Mind podcast. So, um, well, tell me, um, I'm, I am curious and of course you're welcome to say no, but you, you've uh-huh. mentioned, <laughs> you've mentioned several times that you work with a lot of celebrities and yeah, so I yeah. want to, I want to just ask you, um, well, number one, are you allowed to, you know, uh, I is, know, I don't
1: know what my team allowed me or not. My team are not here, but uh-huh. if you mention the name, I would say yes, uh-huh. you no. Know? Okay. I would say absolutely, yes. I work with many celebrity from all walk of life, singing, acting, football player, basketball player, tennis player, all of them. Yes.
0: Wow. Okay. Well, I, if if one comes to me naturally, like, you know, I, the celebrities for me that always come to mind are, you know, Oprah Winfrey or Tony Robbins. No, Robinson, I didn't work with Oprah.
1: Know? I didn't work with Oprah. I didn't work with Tony. If you tell me, I would say, you know, didn't work yeah. with those two people.
0: Right. Right. So, but uh, yeah, if one just happens to uh, come through my head, I'll, I'll, I'll throw it out there. But, um, you know, so, so, but what is it like? You can, you can probably talk about your, your experience. Um, You know, what is it like working with these people who, uh, you know.
1: So I I, I, will tell you, it's first, it's very rewarding because they have effect on a lot of people, millions of people being affected by them. So I remember um, there's a very famous singer. You all know, I don't want to mention names, but super famous. So I remember when I started working with the individual about their spiritual life, I asked them why they think they're famous, why they think they're rich, why they think they are the most famous singer ever lived. Why, why them? And of course, they look at me like, did we hire the wrong guy? <laughs> why does he bother us with those questions? And I said, I'm not going to start coaching until we get to this answer. And what we get to this answer, that they were chosen to be famous. They were chosen, I don't know, by nature to be the one. Then I said, okay, what do we share? It's not just making money. We have to give back. And I remember, and it's, it's funny, they used to call me Buddha, like you. Oh, Buddha just no on our door. Here he is again. He's going to make us change. They used to get scared in the beginning. We, of course, we become good friends after that. The idea is that I push people to the limit of how they can give back to the uh, uh, humanity. Because I believe that there is 7.2 billion people. We are all the same. I get lecture in Hong Kong, China, everywhere. We are all the same. Amsterdam, London, wherever I teach, people are the same. We're no different. So right. people who become famous, they have a mission here. They can affect humanity in the fastest way. So if that singer go on stage and I ask them what they sing about love, to say a few words to the people, and I'm writing it for them, and I say, please, I need you to look at the people's eyes to speak to them, to believe in themselves, to overcome those things. So when I do that with them and they go ahead and do it, it's very rewarding because then I see the audience all over the world start behaving nice to each other, start behaving good, love the neighbors they thyself. If I go on stage and say it, I don't think I will affect the world that much. But if I go behind the scene yes. and I teaching somebody who's super famous to go ahead and do it, that's I enjoy the most because they're that, they're the
0: front man. They're you know, they're the front man yes. or woman and you're you know, you're the one yes. that's helping yes. them to be the best yeah. front man they yes. can see.
1: That that caused me a lot. To deliver pleasure. cause
0: they're because you're saying they're they're basically messengers.
1: They they are they've been chosen. Whenever you are in politics, or whenever you are rich, or whatever you you born beautiful models, or beautiful actors, or whatever it is a singer, there is a mission for you. If you're a famous doctor, there is a mission. It's not that you have ego that you are special. So the first thing I do, I said, Hey, listen, let's get off the ego things, and enough with that. You were chosen to do something very important, but it's not just singing or acting or making money. Now let's take that tool. And affecting more people. If somebody is a billionaire, then I ask them to start teaching other people how to make money. Because it's a skill. You know, they can teach people how to make money. And then we sit together on curriculum. And they talk about money. I talk about the spiritual essence of money. And we sometimes give the lectures together. I just were, you know, I wrote a few children's books. So there is a lady, wonderful lady in Miami, who hired me to write a curriculum for all schools. And it's it's to motivate children to believe in themselves, which gives me so much joy. I know everybody to talk to me about the laughing billionaire, but I love children. You know, I love children. And when I see children being developed themselves, I get very excited. It's not that I don't love adults, but when you see kids, when I wrote the first book for kids, um, The Snail with No Shell, where i giving kids a chance about the snail that lost his shell is still a snail. You know, giving kids a chance to believe in themselves and then go to hospital where there is kids and give them hope. And when this lady saw what I do and she "Leo, yeah, I need you to write a curriculum for school and let's do let's make a difference. Then she has power, she she's a businesswoman, very powerful businesswoman, and with her husband, God bless both of them, amazing, amazing couple, and they have a tool how to affect the world in a better way. I'm just or maybe the writer. And I write the comic column, and I write the thing, but to pass it on to the majority, I feel very rewarding to meet people like that because through them we can make a difference. You know, through them we can make a difference.
0: Absolutely. Well, speaking of your laughing billionaire book, um, how do you how how do you suggest people work with this book?
1: Excellent, excellent question. First, don't read it too fast. I know there is. I'm Israeli, so. Uh, I know American dream. I'm here for 30 something years is to read a book fast. Everything is fast, fast food. No,
0: no. <laughs> yes. Everyone wants fast. quick results.
1: No. <laughs> quick, result, quick result. So overnight success. Omanite. Please three to four days on a chapter. The chapters are short. They're not long, but I need you to take your time. So every three days, one chapter you wait. And then another three days, another chapter. Take your time when you read it. And then it will sit with your mind and you will understand what to do with it. Of course, they can also go to my non-profit organization that my wife and me created. It's called vitaltransformation.org, not And in this place, we offering everything for free. And there is a 40 or 35 video that I just shoot for beginners who want to understand spirituality. Just go there, enjoy. You don't have to pay. Just go there and study. Everything is available. So just do something about it. Just click, you know, watch, enjoy, get something out of it.
0: And so this is like a kind of a free membership site and people can just join and they can watch the videos and and they can learn about everything. everything
1: everything so there is no excuse it's audio it's video you can download everything is available accessible. i love
0: it that is awesome you're you have such a generous giving spirit i i really you know I, I just like you are just a man who is on a mission you know your purpose you know who you are and you're just so easy to talk to so um you know so what do you think most people, no matter whatever their background is whether they're you know um, you know man or woman their race their you know what are most people looking for in life like what or you know what, what is that common thing that we all just want it's a very
1: very tricky question because you know i, w- I want to say love and happiness, but love can be Misinterpretate in a way because when people say love sometimes they say I love fish that's how I want to kill it and eat it so love is more related to selfishly what I'm going to get when <laughs> yeah. the original concept of love is what can I give you with no agenda that's a concept of love so when people say I've fallen in love meaning I've found a victim who can serve my need and Ooh. this is kind of a problem that we have there so in, in, in the law of attraction that they see behind you You know The concept is, what are you attracted to your life? You're attracted to your life. People are going to give you all the things that you don't have. And that's why you're going to end up with a victim.com mentality, meaning I'm victim. I'm looking for another victim. And then you end up in a victimization, marriage with victimization, children with misery.com. Because all about you is lack, 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 what I don't have. So... Love is the most important thing and happiness is the most important thing. Those two things are the most important. But when you look for it, look to give it. Don't look mm-hmm. to take it. You know, yeah. when you look to give love, you know, it's different when you look to receive love. So, you know, the, the, there is a lot of song about love out there, but not necessarily the people who sing them are for the sake of sharing. They might be for the sake of what can I get from it. It's and so that's true. What-
0: I think... So much, so much music and so many, uh, you know, movies and, and, you know, so much out there teach us the wrong message about love. And like you say, I mean, you know, and, and if you put it into law of attraction terms, it's about being love. If you, you know, you're going to attract who you are, not what you want. You you, you never attract what you need. You attract what you are. And yeah. so if you are love, you be love, you give love, you're going to attract love. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. So for that reason, you can't blame anybody. And that's what the first step of spirituality, first step is taking responsibility for everything. If you fully take responsibility for everything, which is very painful, then what is the result of it? That's mean that you can change everything. But if you say it's not my fault, that's means I cannot change it too.
0: Yeah. It is taking responsibility, even though painful, sometimes it's the most empowering way to be, because if you realize, whoa, I created that, even though I didn't like it, even though it's a tough pill to swallow to say, whoa, I created the things that I didn't like that are in my life. If you can get that on a deep level, then it makes obvious sense to you that like well if i created that then i can create what i really want instead
1: you know there is a there is a a famous billionaire who taught me something and he said something very powerful i asked him how did he make his money first and he said i collect all the complaint about my company so what so i collect all my complaint about my company said what do you did with that So I took it, and I went one by one. And through that, I fixed my company to become the most successful company. Something so simple. So I learned something from that about spirituality. If you go ahead to people who close to you, especially now, and tell them, please make a list of the things that you think I need to change. But don't get insulted. Don't get angry. And when you take that list and you read it, this is what people think of you. Whatever you agree with it or not, that's what they think. You want to get better in the eyes of people, at least. This is what's wrong. If something repeats itself more than one time,
0: maybe they run it. It maybe might be they... onto something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Somebody tells you know, or you hear something from five different people. It's like, you know, what's the uh, common uh, denominator here? <laughs> <laughs> um that's very that's that's very insightful so what did our, uh tell me a little bit more about your your vital uh vital transformation, vital transformation. what are you building with your personal brand and vital transformation oh, wonderful
1: vital transformation basically it's a spiritual organization non spiritual organization uh that uh, Whenever this disease will go away, we get people together and we study together, we meditate together, and we also train people to be able to teach by on their own, meaning uh, my my group of people, you know, normally this is supposed to be the time of Passover soon, so people are, have strong meditation of what to do. It's not like the Passover historical event. There is Passover in a high frequency, which means when you meditate to get out of egypt not egypt of then egypt of now your addiction your anger whatever it is so all my students follow me you know calling me and say you know what it's almost like you prepare us for this time because i always tell my students you cannot just follow me you have to be a leader so vital transformation is we build leaders we build people to follow spirituality but then becoming leaders so we're offering lectures in so many area whatever it is Kabbalah, or whatever it is, a self help thing, or whatever it is, meditation, or just a beginner of understanding of life, or how to make money, or how to read people in five minutes. There's so many subjects and information there mm-hmm. that I make sure it will be for free. So there's no more excuse. I can't pay for it. It's there. Don't be lazy. Go on vitaltransformation.org and study.
0: Yes, I love it. Don't be lazy. <laughs> That's no. my message. <laughs> this is not no. the time to be lazy. This is the time to buckle down and yes. you know uncover some things. You have an opportunity yes, right yeah. here. Uh, the b- best opportunity. I mean, the government's paying you basically to stay home and do you know take advantage of, mm-hmm. of this time mm-hmm. and and do something different, reinvent yourself. It's a it yes. You know, we don't have to focus on the things that we can't control. Just focus on the things that we can control. So I love that message. And I love, I love the contribution that you are. It's a beautiful, beautiful contribution that you're making in this world. So thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for thank being you. on, on the show. And repeat your website again. It's
1: it's a vitaltransformation.org. Or you can uh, basically call it vt1.org. V like victory, T like tina1.org. Okay, and you should go ahead and enjoy yourself and have fun while you're watching it, okay?
0: absolutely yeah I'm going to check that out for sure because I I love that stuff I love I love learning that's one of my favorite things that's why I got into this that's how I ended up getting into into this you know industry is I just I love learning self development and it's my passion and so I love that you're helping other people to tap into that for themselves so um, I strongly encourage you guys to go pick up a copy of your book which uh that's on your website and is it also on amazon, amazon. and yeah, it
1: amazon, places? The laughing billionaire. it's on amazon as well yeah of course laughing billionaire is on amazon
0: yeah so pick up a copy of the laughing billionaire do you have any final words or tips or things that you would like to leave our listeners final with words. knowing
1: everybody make a promise after you're getting out of the house i want you to put it in your calendar when everything will be gone where is the place you're going to dance and with who? You have to make that promise to yourself. You have to choose a location, time, and who you're going to dance with in the street. you got to put it on your video, on your Facebook, Instagram. Here I am. I promise that after that I will dance with Smile. And you're going to, I know where I'm dancing. I already put it on my calendar, okay? And I know where I'm dancing on Canon Drive here in Los Angeles, California. And I'm going to post it once we can go out and dance. I'm gonna make sure you're all dancing and smiling and celebrating on being together.
0: Perfect, and we need to create a hashtag for that. Hashtag. Do
1: something about it. Dance in the street.
0: Dance hashtag dancing in the street. <laughs> <I> <laughs> you
1: just love it. Like you're dancing in the street or something. Dan- like
0: that, no? Yes. Yes. Definitely. So then, yes, yeah. I I see that happening. I see people getting up and getting out and dancing in the street and and laughing their way to happiness and wealth and abundance and personal development. And so thank you once again for being my guest on the power of your mind podcast.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much.
0: If you enjoyed today's episode, please share it with your friends. And once again, be sure to subscribe to the power of your mind podcast. If not already, we can be found as hip talk on all our social media accounts. So like us on Facebook, Follow us on Twitter and Instagram, subscribe on YouTube, and sign up for your free self-hypnosis video training course at hiptalk.com. Be sure to subscribe to the Power of Your Mind podcast, and you'll be instantly notified the moment the next podcast becomes available. Also, please be sure to leave a rating and a review to tell us how you're enjoying these episodes, and that way you're making a contribution toward others getting to share in this valuable information Thank you so much. And I'll talk to you soon. You've been listening to the Power of Your Mind podcast brought to you by hiptalk.com, Personal Growth Club, and HypnoCloud apps available at iTunes.